Blog Talk Radio. Exotic Electronica and Down and Dirty Blues. Stay with us for two very talented and very different. We're going to talk to Resin and Jackie Vincent. It's Music Friday. Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, a global platform for musicians and fans in the music industry, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com, your source for a great getaway on the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. These bands are here to talk so call us, 347-215-7511, or email your questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And also, I want to say welcome to our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates, and to those of you who us on Stitcher or iTunes or are listening in London tonight, because we're not live in London right now, but listening to us in London tonight on the Artistic Echoes Network. So, hi, everybody. If you're um, listening on a podcast or on an overnight show in London and you can't call in live but you have questions, email them. MusicFridayLive at gmail.com, and uh, we will forward your questions to our guests so they can reply directly to you. Well, lean back. Close your eyes and get ready to listen deep because Resin is here. Resin is a music project created by Nico Antonucci, a native of Prague, but she's now based in Los Angeles. She creates dark, sexy, electric sounds combining sophisticated melodies, and but she sets them against dark and catchy electronic textures, all of this supporting her amazing vocals. The end product is music with cinematic sonic images that sometimes lead you and sometimes open paths for you to uh, lead yourself through. Her most recent album, Fidget, draws on influences by Nirvana, PJ Harvey, and classical music. Resin cut her first demo at 15 and sang in different bands until around 19, but then she realized that in order to get the sound she wanted, she would need to do it herself. And she does. She writes, produces every track, and best of all, she is here, calling in, I believe, from a film shot. Hi, Resin. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. Are you, in fact, on a film shoot right now? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, we just we just finished crazy scene. So, um, but yeah, great talking to you, Patrick. Thank you for having me. Well, con- uh, congratulations on the new album. Congratulations on being able to wrap a scene in time to call in. And thank you so much for taking uh, the time to talk to us uh, right now. Oh, of course. Thank you. <laughs> well, I spent a good part of yesterday and actually all week of listening to Fidget and also some of your other songs like Nest and Nervous. Mm-hmm. seems to be a little more abstract. It's a little more cinematic and a little less direct. Uh, First of all, do you agree? And secondly, how fidget the next evolution in your career? So my previous songs like Ness and Nervous, I just um I I, I believe it wasn't as cohesive as Fidget. You know, when I started writing Fidget I knew that I want to put something uh together, something that is gonna have some sort of a story that's gonna connect. The songs are gonna connect with each other. Uh when Ness and Nervous were just, you know, singles that I really separately, they really didn't have any any special connection. So I think that's the difference. And also, you know, after, you know, years of playing in bands and with acoustic guitar, I was searching for my sound for, for a long time and I was very confused. And with Fidget, I kind of feel that I finally found myself a little little bit you know i i just uh, i'm way more comfortable with what i'm doing that i'm producing now that i'm not playing guitar anymore and that's that's pretty much you know i'm i feel this way for the first time in my life well it it it, it certainly shows right uh, uh, in fact, 
why don't we give our audience a little taste of what you've just been talking about? I want to play a little bit of, of corners. And for our audience, I'm going to play a little of cuts that are a little longer than the usual one-minute cuts, the maybe two to a little more. And that's because the music in Fidget, and all of your music actually, has such wonderful introductions, and then they go through many, many adventures. Oh, thank you. So you have to, to listen to more than just a minute. So here is Corners. Starts off so ominous, <laughs> heavy. Sounds like there's a bass cello in there, although I'm sure that's not a bass cello. And and then <laughs> there's you have these sounds, sort of like living things that kind of flip through and bring on an electronic beat. To me, this is one of your songs that opens a door for me to to follow my own path. Uh, but you know, mm-hmm. where does it take you? Uh, where where did it start and where do you go with it? So this song in particular is, you know, I, I feel like it's a perfect intro uh, for the rest of the album. Um, it's, I, I'm, I'm just very happy how it, how it turned out. Um, the combination of the orchestral sounds, you know, I'm using a lot of strings and cellos and, and upright basses and, and um, I, I was looking for the perfect blend of, of electronic music, you know, something something industrial with a beautiful uh, intensity of orchestral sounds, and I I hope that um, it worked out. For me, it's just kind of cinematic, you know, adventurous thing. It's it's not necessarily as dark as the other songs, but it's not uh, it's not really happy either. It's 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 you know. Just really nice opening, really nice intro to the album. It did. Uh, it, is that a Japanese flute I heard in there someplace? Yes. So it's there's actually I, I've been using a lot of ethnic um, instruments and or I'm I'm trying to uh, include them as much as I can. And this one I believe is actually not Japanese. Um, it should be uh, actually like 
from Bhutan, Nepal, uh-huh. the uh, uh, area of Himalaya. So, sure. so these ethnic instruments are just like a huge inspiration to me. And when I'm when I'm starting to write songs, I usually start uh, with something like that. Or if I don't have the actual instrument, I really explore. Uh, you know, different libraries, yeah. and that's how I get really into it, and that's how I get inspired. Wow. Well, you have an, an extraordinary in that. Now, you knew <laughs> yep. that music was inside of you when you were very young. You, you started playing the yes. piano at six. Uh, did your parents start you off? Um, wasn't your parent, your father, a guitar I mean, guitar kind of, um, a little bit. Like, my dad plays guitar, and and bass on um, he has a band but i just you know was kind of always you know drawn to music the thing was though that i never liked people telling me what to play and how to play so i said <laughs> piano for about a year and then i just you know quit because i just you know wanted to play my titanic soundtrack and you know <laughs> just melodies from movies and that's that's kind of how i always play music the same thing with guitar i never really learned how to play guitar that well i just you know learned enough chords yeah. to start writing songs what well, was this when i was you just were impatient <laughs> were you in prague at this time yes and you're, were you playing in bands in europe too i was i mean i was kind of my dream has been to you know, have a band. I'm a huge Nirvana fan. And, you know, I grew up on punk and grunge and, and, um, that was, that was the ultimate dream to have a band, you know, play really hard rock and, and, you know, that kind of music, but I just couldn't, I didn't have the confidence to explain what I want to sound like. People didn't want to follow. People didn't want to play my music, uh, my songs and just, you know, you have a band with four people, four different egos, and it's just it's it's difficult. It's just too too difficult to uh, to manage. So that's why I started produce, just because. Okay, all right. You know, um, did did you? And I know we're going to get questions on this, so I think I'll just ask it. Did you start playing classical music? Is it more popular music? Um, that's. I never, you know, I don't have any musical training. So everything that I do is that I just, you know, just taught myself. I, so, so with classical music, I just started to really get into, or I started searching for something very intense, you know, something that you really can't find in popular music anymore. And, and eventually I, I just, kind of ran out out of popular artists that gave me that feeling of the intensity so i started to listen to a lot of classical radio you know a lot of classical music and and i just really you know got into it and i found peace of my soul in in that type of music and i just think that it's the most beautiful thing there is well, it, it certainly is beautiful. The, the results of all of that are stunning, and I want to give our audience another opportunity to experience how stunning it is. This is Horse. Oh, thanks.
I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. We're talking with the artist herself, and you can talk with her, too. You can call us at 347-215-7511, or you can email us, and we already have people emailing us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. So since we got emails, uh, President, why don't I just read you some of the, the questions? Um, yeah, we have, that'd uh, the be first- great. Okay, the first email that popped up was from a guy or a girl, I'm not sure which, uh, from Boston by the name of Sling, who says, we should call your music music sculpture. What do you think of that? I think that's a great idea, and I always kind of struggle with, uh, you know, trying to figure out what to what to call it, because it's not any specific genre. It's kind of a blend of a bunch of different things, so I, I actually really love this. That's great. Okay, Sling, you just created a new genre. <laughs> here's, the, here's the question I knew we were going to get. This is Misty from New York City, and, and she says, what movie is she shooting? Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. So what movie are you shooting? Uh, it's not a movie. It's, it's a TV show. It's um, called Shameless, but I really can't say um, okay. I can say that much more than that. <laughs> okay. All right. So just a, it's a mystery and all, and, uh, well, if people want to be aware of your, um, film, film work, as well as your music, what do they follow you on IMDB? Is uh, that the best way? I mean, I don't really post, um, any of my stuff and when I do, it would be probably on my like personal social media. I'm just not very active. Uh, with uh with movies i'm trying to focus i mean i really enjoy being here you know such a fun environment you know you you get to meet great people but um music is definitely my main focus and that's kind of where i want to uh direct the attention if possible all right well let's 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 stick to music then and we have an email here from barry in los angeles who says what is your key instrument and what do you do your mixing with so I produce in Ableton, but uh, my key instrument, I guess, is uh, one of my favorite synths, and uh, that's Omnisphere. So I, I use a lot of Omnisphere. I create my own synths, and I combine a bunch of different things together. Um, wow. Omnisphere is definitely kind of, you know, where I go, um, even when just to browse libraries, just to get some sort of inspiration. Also, there's uh-huh. this great thing called Splice. Uh, where you can go and just find really great sounds, something you never heard before, and and it's a great place to collaborate, too. So it's something that you should check out, too. And I mix, oh, oh my God, there's just, you know, so much. But, yeah, I I do everything in Ableton. I don't use Pro Tool or Logic to uh, mix audio. Everything is Ableton. Okay, well, for all of you gadget freaks out there who knew what she was talking about, (laughs) (laughs) um, that's great. And for everybody else, uh, Google Ableton, because that's a really interesting piece of equipment, and uh, go from there, okay? Um, Ton from Santa Fe. Hi, Santa Fe. We haven't had any uh, listeners from Santa Fe before. Um, Are all of the sounds of your music electronic or do you play instruments, record them and then blend them in? 
I do. I do. Um, especially, it's it's kind of tricky because I, I usually use a lot of effects on the instrument, so it's not necessarily recognizable that it's, you know, a guitar. Um, but I do blend both. But I would say that most of my instruments are electronic just because it's easier, it's more accessible for me, and I have more control over it. And also, like I said, I'm impatient. You know, I don't have the patience to to learn, um, even though I would really like to eventually. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to blend both. Plus, okay. uh, you know, same thing with vocals. Just Just kind of like get a little bit of that organic sound to it from the real instruments. Well, I would say you've learned pretty well. You've learned some fairly sophisticated technologies, and there's uh, so don't thank you. Don't dismiss that. <laughs> All right. Um, now we just played a little bit of horse, and I, is mm-hmm. there a there's a story behind the title, the name of that song? Can you tell us the story. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the song is about this festival that I went to, which is like this race festival, kind of like a version of Burning Man. And they had these art cars. And one of those art cars was Horse, the animal. And so I named the, call, uh, named the song Horse because it's kind of about the festival, how I felt there. But then I talked to my husband and he was like, oh, it's about the animal. I thought that it's Horse with E at the end. And I was like, you know what, that makes actually so much more sense. So I edit the E at the end, and it's horse with E now. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, and there's a video that goes with it, too. Um, and yes. I recall it's this, uh, the video is close-ups of you at the microphone in a deep red light, and it makes you seem so that's, like – Yeah. Go ahead. That one is actually on um, – so I'm just about to release another video that's going to be the official video of the horse. This one is just a live performance of me performing in L.A., uh, but the official video should be out probably next week, and okay. that one is a little more artsy. Okay. I'm actually not even in it, so <laughs> – <laughs> That's pretty so artsy. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, and well, you 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 mentioned it's a recording of you live. So uh, why don't you tell us uh, any about any live performances you have uh, coming up? When and where? Oh yeah, so I actually just had a great release party of um, Fidget uh, last Saturday, but um, September 30th I play at a federal bar uh, in North Hollywood. Sure. It's also it's Saturday, it's 10 p.m., and I think it should be great. Uh, I think that might be one of the last shows this year. I'm just really trying to focus on, you know, writing new new songs, new tracks, new material. That's kind of like what I really want to do now. But, yes, there is definitely one more show, and that's September 30th. Okay. For all of my L.A. listeners, September 30th at the Federal Bar, West Hollywood. That's a really nice place. It's a really big place inside. So this is going to be a fun night. Uh, that's September 30th at Federal Bar. I hope Bar. so. <laughs> oh, of course it'll be a, a fun night. Now, you're in L.A. now. Um, what prompted yes. you to move from Prague, which is a beautiful city, to Los Angeles? So it's it's kind of funny because I never actually meant to live in LA. Um, I, I meant to move to New York City, but when I was visiting LA, I um, met my husband and he kind of has a contract here. He works for a film studio. So we're sort of um, stuck in LA for a little bit. I shouldn't say stuck, but uh, yeah, that's why we're in LA. <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, I I pretty much can do music from wherever. So so for me it doesn't necessarily, you know, matter if I'm here or if I'm in Prague, but LA, you know, moving here and not really having any friends and starting over kind of gave me the space to and and the time to to start writing new music and really focus on it. So it definitely helped out a lot. Well, we hope that even though you're you're now making and will continue to make lots and lots of friends, that you stay here in Los Angeles. Um, oh, I hope so. And uh, not only is this now the music capital of the country, but we have a whole lot better weather <clears throat> and beaches. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the That's music true. capital. And of the honestly, there's now. so many, there's so much music 
that's happening here. People are so talented and, and, you know, it's just great to see, like, I have so many friends who make music and just, you know, seeing them succeed. It's just, this is a place to be really. So I'm very lucky. And we're fortunate to have you here now before we're going to, we have one more of your, your songs to play, but before we do that, I've been kind of curious and I noticed that we have several People who've emailed in who are kind of curious, too. We've got um, uh, somebody from Atlanta and somebody from Seattle and uh, somebody from Hollywood who all ask the same question. And that question Mm -hmm. is, how long does it take you to assemble a song like Horse or Corners? And and where do you start? So... It depends. I mean, with corners, it was a little faster. I think that I'm most insecure about my vocals. So when I add vocals, it takes me definitely a few few weeks um, until I really get comfortable with, uh, you know, the final result. Uh, but with with horse, I think it probably took me about at least a month, at least. Is just you know I'm I'm not trying to push it like usually when I feel inspired I just I keep writing but you know when when I feel like I have this like writer's block and I just don't feel inspired I stop and so I think probably about a month and I start I start with strings I really do like I usually or with some sort of a synth or pad that I create and that you know really gets me into the mood and you know gets me it gets me inspired and and you know then I create a harmony and and you know that kind of if that's good if that captures you know the idea that I wanted it to capture I just keep going so so I so like our- start with with that kind of stuff I don't start with beats I don't start with um, not even a bass I really start with synth or strings well, like our listener from Boston said, uh, this is really musical sculpture. And I want to uh, play a little bit more of that musical sculpture. This is Lie. Nobody cares about trees. Nobody cares about trees. Trees know it's a piece of work. I love the way you, you move your, your voice up uh, an, another octave there. Now, um, we're, we only have about a minute left, uh, so why don't we tell people where they can get your music? Oh, absolutely. Um, so, you can find me on all social media. That means Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, under Music by Resin. So, Music by R-E-S-I-N, Resin. And uh, also, uh, also I have a website, resinofficial.com. But uh, for you know all the information about my shows and my music, definitely like check out Facebook and SoundCloud. I think that's probably the most up to date. Um, also, my music is on Spotify. It's on iTunes, so you can you can pretty much find it um, anywhere mm-hmm. for streaming. It's you know. Um, okay. Google Play, all these places. 
<laughs> well, I always uh, urge my listeners to uh, buy the album because there's nothing like having it in your hand. And also, it's uh, musicians even more when you buy the album. So, Resin, I That'd want be to great. thank you so, uh, so much for taking the time. And I, now I know you have to go back to the chaos of the film shoot. But uh, uh, <laughs> let me just remind everybody that you're playing live uh, at the Federal on September 30th. And folks, you're Website, uh, resinofficial.com, and also uh, track mm-hmm. you down on Facebook. Thanks again. We really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. I, I so appreciate it. Have a great day. Okay. We have to take a short break right now so I can tell you about our broadcast partner, or actually better, uh, I'm going to let them uh, talk to you. So here it is. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. We are back here at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and of course, we always love to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511, or if you're at work and you know, and you got your headphones on, and I know a lot of you are because you're letting me know that, email us. Email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We're about to talk to our next guest, who I saw last night live. Uh, at uh, Hotel Cafe. But before that, I'm going to take a little vacation to Mexico. Don't go away. Just go to Mexico. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at MySanFelipeVacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.MySanFelipeVacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Yes, you will see us in San Felipe, but but you can't see us in San Felipe unless you go to the website, mysanfelipevacation.com, and book yourself a weekend or a week or whatever, you know. If you use the discount code MFLA5, you get a discount, 5% off everything you, you book there. So MySanFelipeVacation.com, MFLA5 gets you a discount, and you'll be so glad you did. I was so glad I was at Hotel Cafe last night because I had the pleasure of seeing our next guest live, and she tore up one of L.A.'s premier venues. So I asked her to come back on the program. She was here a little less than a year ago, for those of you who might have, but for those of you who might have missed that interview, Jackie Vinson is an Austin-based blues guitarist and singer-songwriter known, at least to me, and I'm sure to many others, as the queen of blues. She's got a gorgeous, smoky voice, unreal guitar chops. So we can talk later about her education at the renowned Berklee College of Music and her experience with classical piano and her world tours and all that stuff. But most of all, we're going to talk about her new album, Transcends, which is due out September 29th and is so new that she actually handed me a freshly minted copy last night, still smoking from the press, and we're going to premiere some of those songs. Jackie Vinson, welcome to Music Friday Live again. 
It's good to be back. How are you guys? We are great. Uh, Jackie, um, first of all, why don't we just catch up a little bit? Now, you've, you've, you've produced a new album. Uh, what else has been going on with you? You've been, you've been on some world tours, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, it's been a really crazy year. <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been touring nonstop and um, finishing this project. But then also, just like a lot of really crazy things happened, I went on tour with Gary Clark for a few dates, and we're going to do a few more dates together. And mm. and then um, and uh, I also got to jam on the encore on stage with Buddy Guy during a show like a week ago. That was crazy. Wow. So it's been a really crazy year since you talked to me. <laughs> but, you, but you like it like that, don't you? Well, yeah. What else is there to do, man? <laughs> And you're on a big <laughs> tour now, which I uh, I didn't you you launched the tour last night here in Los Angeles. Was that the first date? Um, I mean, you could say that, but I didn't. Uh, it's not the Trans MVP tour. The Trans MVP tour starts on September 28th, so people people okay. in LA just barely missed it. Okay, all right. Well, we got a little bit of it. You played a couple songs, and then uh, I know you're going down to San Diego uh, uh, tonight or tomorrow night. Which is it? Um. Well, Gary's Gary's in town, and he's opening for Eric Clapton right now. And um, they offered to try and sneak us in, so we might go to that show, but we'll Ooh. see what happens. So Ooh, okay. we might be there tonight, right. depending okay. on if they can sneak us in, or um, or or we might we might go go to San Diego. One of the two. It's either Clapton oh. or San Diego. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, all right, and then you're off to the Midwest. I could be at a worse and... crossroads, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Clapton or San Diego, you choose. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Okay. Uh, then you're off to New York and Texas and come back to California in March. And uh, so I, I guess you you really enjoy the, the road. So now, Yeah, I do. Um, and last night you played songs from Strange, from um, uh, Jackie Vetson Live with Strange Brew. And you also played some of the new songs from the new album. Um, yes. Yes. So it's kind of a, we're sort of premiering the new album here on this show right now, aren't we? I guess you are. Yeah. You guys are, uh, you guys are the first ones to probably play more than just the first track. I released a single, maybe like a, it's the first track flying. I released that about two months ago and, or maybe a month ago and, and people have been playing that, but they hadn't been playing any of the other tracks. Okay, well, we'll make sure that uh, we spread the word far and wide. Um, and, you know, <laughs> cool. um, you're, when, when you play live, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's L.A. or Texas or whatever. It's always a blowout. So, But I'm, I'm going to um, post video. I shot some video from last night at the Hotel Cafe. And so people oh, nice. can see what a fabulous performance you put on. But meanwhile, uh, we've been talking about the new album, so why don't we play uh, the new album? Here is the title song, Transcend. Yeah. so I can do that. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, when you put that together, was that your intention to sort of get us listeners to space out and just rock? Because, you know, that's, that's, what, that's you, what you've done. <laughs> that song is supposed to definitely be the most psychedelic song on the, uh, on the record, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it does yeah. transcend. Okay. 
Now, uh, <laughs> since the, the album will be released on the 29th, and uh, as far as and you just told me that all of the pre-sales are sold out, um, what should people yeah. do? Is they just log on to your, your site on the 29th? Will, be, will they be able to get a copy then? They absolutely will. I, I ordered a, a new a new batch of physical copies, so those will be in in about a week or two. And then, actually, those are coming in probably two days before that that release. Okay. So if you want a physical copy, you could get one shipped to you, or you could also um, find it on, you know, all the platforms, Spotify. Okay. Everywhere. No matter and what you, you use, it'll be on there. <laughs> You're everywhere. We can't escape you. Uh, where yeah, um, you uh, want you to? Well, why don't you tell people uh, what your website is? My website is JackieVenson.com, V-E-N-S-O-N. So, okay. Yeah, check All me right. out, JackieVenson.com. Or same name. I got that name everywhere. So you can put, put the same thing in Facebook, Twitter, anything you want. And uh, there I'll be. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, now, yeah. you are – you're described in various places as a blues rocker, but um, your songs um, – um, are kind of an up-to-date, and this is my opinion, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but sort of an up-to-date take on the blues without the blues feeling escape. It's kind of remarkable, like each song is a classic, even though you may have just written it. Um, <laughs> cool. How do you do that? How do you do that? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I I just sit down and jam on a song, and sometimes I'll write, a section of a new song, like I'll I'll be like, hey, that could be a really cool verse, or that could be a really good chorus, or whatever, and I'll write it, and then when I try to match it up with other other sections, I'm like, okay, well, if it's a good chorus, I got to find a good verse for it too. So then I'll sit down, and maybe I'll go through all my old files because I record everything. I record every idea, even the ones that I think are bad, because sometimes I come back like six years later and figure out that that really wasn't a bad idea. And so wow. I record everything, and um, then I just go through and I try to match up sections to create a full song. And it's like a gut feeling. I'll, I'll hear a, I'll, I'll try to match up a verse to a chorus, and I'm like, this verse just isn't right for this chorus. It's just not right. And people are like, why? And I'm like, because it just isn't. <laughs> and uh, I can't explain it. It's a gut feeling. You know, you know when it's right. You just know. And and I think it's. I think that like constructing songs that way instead of sitting down and being like, okay, I got to write a song and I have to finish it today and I want it to be a blues rock song and that's what I'm going to do. I don't think, (laughs) I think putting yourself into all of those boxes would stop you from being able to just kind (laughs) of twist things into your own unique style. Well, it obviously works very well. And part of that, I think, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but tell different stories than you often hear in classic blues. Uh, for instance, in your last album, you, you did a song, uh, see what you want. And it's a classic yeah. blues song, but it's upbeat. Yeah, it's, it's super blues. It's rock. Very determined, yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Uh, have you, have you always been kind of an upbeat blues woman? I do like upbeat songs. I, otherwise I, um, I actually stopped playing the piano because I could not, figure out how to write an upbeat song on the piano and play it like a upbeat piano part. And I couldn't figure it out. I'm not saying it can't be figured out. There are plenty of people who have the coolest, funkiest piano style. And like D'Angelo does it all the time. He writes upbeat, funky, awesome songs on the, uh, on the keyboards and plays them on the keyboards and sings them all the time. But that's D'Angelo. I could never figure out how to do it. So every time I would try to write a song, and this is when I wasn't playing the guitar and only playing the piano, and try to write a song, it would come out as like this slow kind of theatrical ballad. And I hated that. I just wanted it to be groovy and fun and rocking. I, I wanted it to hit people like intensely. And I just couldn't ever figure out how to do it on the piano. I tried for seven years. And then I was like, you know what? This isn't working and I have to do something. And so I dropped the piano and switched to the guitar. And I think something about how like you can scratch, you can mute and scratch the strings. I think that's what kind of opened my brain up to being able to come up with stuff that was funky because I could almost come up with my own drum beat while writing the uh, the guitar rhythm part. I could just like wow. wherever I choose huh. to put the scratches is in, in 
is where maybe I want the snare drum or something. I couldn't ever do that on the piano. You can't, it's really hard to be percussive on the piano. Um, the only keyboard well, instrument that really is really great at being percussive is maybe the Hammond organ because you can do that wah. Yeah, well, of course. Like they call it, they call it the bubble. Like this right. wah sound that you can do on the Hammond organ. It almost sounds mm-hmm. like guitar scratches, but as mm-hmm. far as the acoustic piano goes, a very difficult instrument to be percu- as percussive as you can be on the guitar. Huh. And uh, well, not be- I just think that being able to do that is what was made what made the guitar such a good writing instrument for me. Interesting, very interesting. Particularly, but I'm really I not talked sure. to, uh, I've talked to so many uh, people who write music on the piano and then uh, play it. Piano is an excellent way. instrument. Yeah, yeah, the piano is an, is an excellent instrument. I'm, I don't regret for a day um, learning how to do it. It's just I could never figure out how to write because of stuff. On, I just I couldn't figure it out. Other people yeah. did, and it, that's why I tried for seven years. I'm like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Come on. <laughs> and I just kept on trying to write songs, and they just kept on coming out one way. And I'm like, what? Did everything I could. I even like assembled a band. I even had a band in high school, and like. Try to tell the drummer, like, hey, make this a little bit better than that, or maybe we can make it like this, and it just never worked out. And I was like, you know what, maybe this just isn't my writing instrument. Like, everybody has an instrument that they prefer to write on. And, and uh, I found well, out after uh, seven years that maybe I should try another one. <laughs> well, we don't have to wait seven years to uh, to hear the product of that. Uh, let's, let's play another one of those songs that uh, written on the guitar. This is Flying. That's one of the new songs off of the the new album, and uh, uh, it's also you've got a video out for that too, don't you? For, for flying. Yep, I do. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And people should check yeah, it on, out. It's on YouTube. It's on my it's on my website as, as well. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let me remind people that you're listening to live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and we are talking uh, with the the woman herself, Jackie Vincent. We're playing for premiering. We're premiering songs from her new album, Transcends. And a lot of you uh, out there have been waiting for me to tell you that you can uh, email in because I'm getting emails. But let me just say it anyway. If you want to call in and talk with her, 347-215-7511. If you're sitting at, at work with your headphones on, you can't call in, email in, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let's turn to some of the emails. Moose. In Atlanta, I wants to know if you ever added rap or hip hop, or you ever think of rap adding rap or hip hop to your music. Definitely. Um, if you go to my YouTube page, you can you can listen to a song called Jupiter, and it features this um, rapper named KJ Hines. I, I did another song with KJ Hines called Now, which is also that, that's on the Light in Me, which was my my first full length record. And um, that song's called Now, and that also can be found on YouTube. There's a cool video for it. But, and then I did a song called Instinct a while back, and I had a rapper do the bridge because I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what to write during the bridge, and I didn't want to put another guitar solo. So I was like, you know what, maybe I'll put a rap. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, so I, uh, I did a song called Instinct with him. That might be a little bit harder to find, though. <laughs> uh, and, um, right. uh, well, yeah, so basically I did a, type it. 
Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, that might That's be the live version. The live version didn't have him on it. Oh, Only okay. the studio version did. So good luck. Okay. But, you know, oh. the Internet is a magical place. I'm sure it's somewhere in, in the corners of the Internet. But check it out. Uh, just type in, type in Jackie Vincent and KJ Hines. Uh, type type okay. that in to Google, and you'll find some stuff. All right. Remington in New York City wants to know what guitars you play. I pretty much only play one guitar uh, unless I break a string on that guitar. Then I play a backup guitar. But the only guitar I ever want to play is a guitar named Herbie. And it is a Fender Strat 2016 Elite Series. And if I'm playing any other guitar, it's because I broke a string on Herbie or something and have to play another guitar. (laughs) Well, I'm sure Harvey forgives you when you do that. Um, House (laughs) in Seattle wants to know, given how much you seem to travel, uh, do you have a home or do you just sort of live in hotels? Oh, no, I live in uh, I live in Austin, Texas. And when I'm not on the road, I fly back to Austin, Texas. Sometimes I spend a few days there. Sometimes I'll be home for like a week or two, maybe even a month. And then I go back out again. Um, and I usually don't stay in hotels. I usually stay in either Airbnbs or at, at fans' houses. Fans let me crash at their house. It's pretty sweet actually so, okay actually all, all you... usually i'm just i'm in somebody else's home <laughs> okay which means you get home-cooked meals instead of living at mcdonald's like a lot of bands do when they're on the road well oh yeah Jackie, nice. i, I want to get <clears throat> i want to get back to your take on the blues and and your audience oh, okay, now i go to blues festivals and the audiences okay. at the that the blues festivals are you know they're usually a little over 35 or in some cases a lot over 35 <laughs> Now, for our listeners who can't see you, let me just tell you, you are a lovely, vivacious, and very young black woman. Do you ever, do you see yourself reaching out to a new generation of blues fans, millennials, who may never have heard of B.B. King or Muddy Waters or John Lee Hooker? Are you sort of an ambassador to the millennial generation for blues? Well, I, um, I don't like to play straight blues. Because um, I I don't like to play straight blues because I uh, I'm trying to to um, kind of like carry on the torch not not in that not in the way of like playing all the greats and all the classics um, but trying to further the the uh, the reach of the blues genre itself like it started off as just like some black people singing call and response to each other in a field as slaves and that's all they could ever do and there were no instruments they were just mm-hmm. singing mm-hmm. about their pain to each other that's that's where it all started yeah. and then and then eventually said said slaves they would have one day off and they would they would sing in the church and they had whatever broken cheap instruments the the masters would actually let them have and it started off that simple, and then it turned into jazz, it turned into rock, it turned into everything that we listen to now, branched out from there. And um, I'm, just, I'm just another branch. Okay, all right. Well, you're a pretty good one. Uh, we've got, uh, we're running a little tight on time, and I wanted to play a little, <laughs> right. one, one more song. So let's listen to a little Fast. which actually isn't out yet. It'll be out September 29th, and you can, you can get it. Uh, you should follow her on her uh, website uh, and find out uh, when you can get it. Of course, it's going to be available on all the platforms. You can also see her live. In fact, she's going to be live 
tomorrow night, right, Jackie? Tomorrow night in San Diego? Yep. Tomorrow night yep. in San okay. Diego at Delio's. I believe it's downtown. But it is. the address is on my website. And uh, it's 21 and up, though. That's that's the thing. I, I got to tell people it's 21 and up. Okay. Early. Get there at 8 o'clock. Uh, rather, yeah, get there at 8, 8.30 latest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go on is, at 9. And... It, it's a great place. Uh, I've got family oh, in cool. San Diego. I've been there. Okay. Um, we, we're almost out of time. I wanted really quick to ask you the drummer. The drumming in your music is fabulous. And I saw the drummer last <laughs> night. Who is that? His name is Rodney Hyder, a.k.a. Rodzilla. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's the baddest always... drummer you'll probably ever see. <laughs> oh, boy, he is. Do you always record with the same, with the people I saw last night, or do you sort of mix and match for your recordings? The uh, Everything leading up to the live album. So from li- before the live album, it was a different drummer, same oh. bass player. And then the okay. live album on is the outfit you saw last night but the bass player's been he's been in the band since the beginning since i started playing guitar and formed a band with the guitar um he's wow. been in the band so he's on he's on every single recording everything huh? whereas okay. the, drum, the drummer is just on uh live at strange brew on well he's fabulous well we are we are almost yeah. out of time here the clock is telling us we've been having too much fun so yeah, i want to make sure that we uh remind people you're on tour you're going to be playing tomorrow night uh, in San Diego. You've got a whole list of cities there. People should go to your website, check out the city that you're in. And if it's within 50 miles of them, they should go see you. Okay. And, Definitely. Uh, uh, once again, tell people what your website is. My website is JackieVenson.com. JackieVenson.com. And, uh, yeah, type me into Google or go to my website. I'm, I'm pretty hard not to find, actually. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I've got the new album. I'm holding it in my hand here. Jackie Benson Transcends. It'll be available on the 29th. And I'm sorry we are out of time. I wanted to ask you about your uh, your television appearance. Apparently you were on a late night uh, on television. <laughs> oh, and that super ma- short and sweet. I uh, sat in with the Late Show band. They discovered me at a show in a basement in Harlem. <laughs> Oh, wow. That must have been Yeah, really and they were fun. like, hey, you want to come yeah. sit in on the – our guitar player's out of town. You want to come sit in with us? I was like, yeah. That's yeah, how I twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> twist my arm or else it hurts. I'm there. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. Uh, Pretty Jackie crazy Vincent. life, man. Uh, Jackie Vincent, thank you so much for taking the time with us and so much for the great fun we had last night at uh, the Absolutely. Hotel Absolutely. Thank you for being there, really. Oh, good, good luck you. on the tour. I'm sure everything is going to be packed, and uh, we'll do everything oh, yeah. we can to help make sure of that. So thank you so much. Hell yeah, man. Cool. Thank you so much. I'll... Jackie Vinson, the album is Transcends. It'll be released September 29th. Check out her tour schedule. She's going to be all over the country. And uh, it's at JackieVinson.com, so you have no excuse if you don't see her live. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates, and the Artistic uh, Echoes Network in London. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer, Lars Christensen, program director is Jason Bartlebin, and our intern is Angeline who has her own radio show now. Congratulations, Angeline. Download this and other music at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday or you can you know get us as a podcast on uh, iTunes. Be here next Friday. Our guests are going to be the Simpkin Project and the Voodoos. This is going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, follow our Twitter stream and our Facebook will update you on the guests. And that's it for now. Have a great musical weekend and we're going to leave you with a little bit of uh, more of that great blues music by Jackie Benson. Here is Always free. In the day they go.